Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another kick-ass and sparkly ladypreneur Spirit for Success podcast. And with me, as always, the magical, the marvelous, the awesome and amazing Therese Tucker. <laughs> You're making me cry. No, <laughs> I am. I have allergies going again today. So, hi, Pants. Pants is going to be here. He's that. If you see my screen moving, that's him head kissing everything. So, <laughs> my whole setup. And I also have a co-host who uh, decided now was a good time to have lunch. Oh, I see you. I see you down there. So he'll uh, pop his head up after he's finished having his lunch here. Um, so I, w- I was thinking what we could talk about today is the whole uh, what's happening in the sky. <laughs> what's oh happening? God. It's just for probably 20 minutes before we got on this podcast, um, I was on the phone with Therese blubbering about what stuff was going on for me. Um, interestingly enough, I'm not the only one who was feeling it this morning or last night or in the car in the last 24 hours. Um, there's been quite a number of us who, uh, like for me, um, I felt really good when I first woke up and then it kind of hit me. Now, I don't know what it is specifically, just that I was feeling down, teary, uh, nothing specific, but then as I took myself to the beach under my husband's strict orders. God love him. Uh, You know, other stuff started to come to the surface. So I was aware that I was clearing a whole bunch of stuff more than I was aware of. Um, But it was really helpful to chat to Therese before we got on the podcast to kind of go, right, this is all the crap that's coming out in my head. Now tell me the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I love her for it. Everybody needs someone, I think, at this moment in this current stage of what's going on to be able to just be the tether to reality I think in a lot of ways um, but I'm going to throw it over to Teresa going to tell us a little bit about why me and many others are feeling different intensities of emotion right now so I'm just looking at the chat we've got a chat going on here on zoom so you actually there's people you can join us in this room mm-hmm. 11 in our zoom room we have three people here with us Hi, everybody. I see you. And there's a lot of comments going on. Becky's saying that sh- that something's got to be bonkers in the sky because a lot of her friends are feeling it. Anna's saying that she woke up not feeling great and downhill from there. So yeah, there's definitely uh, something going on. Um, let me tell you about what I've read so far. So one of my awesome School for Spirit students, Sylvia, posted in our Ascension group. We have a uh, group for all things woo-woo that we love Lots to talk of woo. about. Lots of woo. I love it. Um, so she had posted this article in the group. If you're in Awakening to Ascension, if you're in that group, check it out. It is talking about the geomagnetic field of the earth, which is different, I found out, than the Schumann resonance, which you often hear me chatting about. Hey, Rodney. <laughs> He's feeling it, too. Yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Succinct, succinct as always. <laughs> so um, it's different than the Schumann resonance, which is measuring the internal um, kind of heartbeat of the earth. That's coming from the internal. The geomagnetic is like a surface resonance, and it, it's highly affected by planetary changes. So other things outside of our planet can really affect the geomagnetic frequency. Okay. So there, there's a couple different things going on. I'm still learning about this, but I found it fascinating yesterday. 
there was a, a quadruple number spike, meaning it jumped up four times higher than it, it is normally. Um, and it does fluctuate, fluctuates quite a bit. And we actually can handle these um, fluctuations. We're, we're kind of designed to do it. We're designed to adapt pretty quickly to it. Unless it spikes so hard, it will throw off our system. So let me, I'm going to get into that a little bit too. Um, but there was a solar flare, which we all know that when these things happen, it kind of, it actually has an effect on human beings as well. So yesterday I was, we were recording one of our master classes on, I was like, I couldn't handle it. Like after we were done, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I had, the, I had, I had the worst headache yesterday and both my husband and I have not been able to sleep. These are actually some of the signs around this too. Um, so I wanted to talk about ways that it can affect us. So the geomagnetic field spiked yesterday to 1,006.6. That's quadruple. I mean, that is a harsh spike. That is a bitch slap, let me tell that you. That is a bitch slap. And remember that these things have a resonance to them. So um, it was measured. They have three, no, sorry. They have six different locations where they measure this geomagnetic frequency in different countries. And it was measured in three of these stations across the world at that 1,006.6 number. And remember that these spikes, right, it's not like it goes up and goes away. It kind of, it's like when you crash cymbals, right? Even though the cymbal crashes over, you still hear that. Mm. So a lot of people will be feeling the effects the day of, the day before, the day after. There's kind of this bounce to it. So there is a solar flare which created this massive geomagnetic spike and people are feeling the effects. And here's the interesting thing is it can actually, what it does is it heightens whatever state you're already in. So if you're a little bit stressed out, but you're dealing, suddenly you are massively stressed out. If you're a little bit um, upset, you're really upset. You're a little bit overwhelmed, all of a sudden it's a mountain you're under. Right. It's like bitch slap. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it can also work in the other way. If you're feeling, if you've been pretty mellow and feeling really good, it could be like you get blissed out almost from how relaxed and open you feel. Mm. Um, and then of course there are different physical symptoms that we can experience. Like it messes with our serotonin and melanin production. So it, can fuck up your sleep. It can fuck up your happiness, right? <laughs> in one hit. God damn it. In one, in one hit. It can also affect you on a cardiovascular, cardiovascular level. It can affect you on a reproductive level. So if your cycle is off, that might be why. Um, what else? It can affect your immune system. It can affect your neurological system. So. Uh, and that one I think is probably the most stressful to hear because maybe you think really clearly and then all of a sudden you're totally confused. Like things are just, you know, everything felt like it was laid out and you had the map and it was going according to plan and it's like someone came along and scribbled all over your map. <laughs> yeah. Or you feel like you're going down. For me, it was like this detour, a constant detour. Oh, we're going down this way and it was interesting um, I got the clarity when I went to the beach because each there were two detours that I had to go through, which I've never had to go through these different streets down to the beach before. So I didn't know where I was. And then I had to turn around and come back. And my my instincts were going, no, 
I think we're going in the wrong direction. I think we're going in the wrong direction. I think we're going in the wrong direction. It still took me another K up the road to go, I'm really going in the wrong direction. And I'm like, how is that fucking, like, that's my life. That's what I feel like my life is at the moment. Like detour, detour, oh, I've gone the wrong fucking way. I spent too long going down this road. It's not the reality. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, said no. No. But it's <laughs> interesting what starts to come up through these periods. And for me, um, having the tools that I do, I sat down on the beach and I did the internal work. Uh, and then I tapped into my best friend who also provided some extra external uh, rationale for me while I was in the middle of this shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that, and, and it's kind of, well, and I was just saying that's the beauty of when you're in a relationship or you have a partnership is that it naturally, if one person is freaking out, the other one kind of is weirdly calm. <laughs> that's kind of, I've been in that place today. I was like, actually... And, and by the way, we, I mean, it's really weird how calm I feel because in the middle of the night, my poor husband, I have to give him props on the podcast because he did not wake me up. He just dealt with it all night. Like it was freaking out by himself. Our cat, um, somehow something got in the house and we're not sure if it was a mouse or a rat. We don't know what it is, but it was one thing got in the house. The cat was like losing it, chasing it into our bedroom it was happening in the bedroom and mark woke up and was like chasing this thing around the house with the cat all night and then because the thing disappeared and they couldn't find it and the cat just kind of was like no well mark couldn't get to sleep he was just like <laughs> you know he's sitting there like where is it <laughs> anyway um usually that kind of information would make me be like mm-hmm. like nope have to move have to leave i'm done i'm out and I've been weirdly like pretty calm today. I'm like, eh, it's cool. It's cool. Um, but it's nice. It's nice that we have that balance going. And and there's been times where it's been the reverse, obviously, where I've been. It's important, I think, to mm-hmm. you know, for our own mental health. While there's a lot of us that have the tools and the techniques to be able to do this work on our own, um, having that support team. Having someone or a few people that you can sort of tap into and just fall apart on because that's part of the healing process in itself as well or processing process Uh, and be able to then be sometimes a voice of reason that you can't access when you're in the middle of it either. So there's there's my my two cents worth on how to get through some of this. (laughs) Do the work and then tap in your bestie. Yeah, there's a, and a lot of people have been experienced. So Monica was just saying that she is also experiencing headaches and her doctor was just dismissing it as migraines. And it's very well, the more intuitive you are, the more this stuff affects you because um, the more you open your intuitive side up, the more you notice subtle energies, right? And this thing is not in your face. It's it, this geomagnetic thing is it, it's spiked, right? But it is still a subtle undercurrent energy that's happening. But yes, the more uh, tuned in you are, the more you can feel the difference. Mm. Absolutely. And I, I think what helps me sometimes is knowing that some of my very energy open friends, when they reach out to me going, oh, this is how I'm feeling. I'm like, ah, it's not just me. <laughs> There's something else bigger going on here. And then to, to add to all of this, so that's just one thing that's going on. We're, we're about to go into eclipse season, which naturally mm, more people feel riled up by this energy. Yep. It's like, it is, it's like I, the, what they're showing me is like a card game where like there's cards getting flipped over really fast. It's like, you think you know what's <laughs> being played and they're like, 
slap down a new card and they're like, boom, it changed the deck. You've got to be quick snap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's that same kind of, uh, there's a lot of unexpected energy and it's a very powerful time. So we've got that Lion's Gate opening on 8-8. Eight, eight, we've got Chiron already still in retrograde. Yeah. There's a lot of heavy energy. And yesterday when I did that Karma card reading, it was the first time we've ever got a Karma card outcome that was really heavy. It was heavy <laughs> stuff coming through right now. It's in, The energy is intense. Mm. Um, so be gentle with ourselves is the one of the biggest things we can try to remember during this time. Absolutely. It, it's almost like uh, how could you not feel affected in some way? Mm. You know, it's, it's, it would be almost amazing if you could just be like, I didn't feel that. <laughs> You'd have to be really <laughs> I'm good. I didn't feel that. You have to be really turned off. I mean, just <laughs> incredibly turned off to not feel that. <laughs> yeah, so Jody's feeling it at the moment too. Yeah, so you're mm -hmm. definitely going to want to watch the top of the podcast where we kind of explain what's going on energetically. So, Rach, let's okay, let's talk about this because clearly people are feeling it. Mm -hmm. And we usually give people, you know, a little tips here and there on how they could handle this right now. So I'll give you, you do one, I'll do one, you do one. Yeah, so for me, my first go-to is always to go internal and go, okay, what, what is my feeling? Like try and name it because once I can name it, then I can go, okay, I acknowledge that I'm feeling fear or worry or whatever it is, whatever the emotions are, and I allow myself to feel it. Like I don't try to think positive. I just, I go inward and start to work on it. So that's where I use my source for shift technique. Um, once I start to work out what is it bringing to the surface, and that's the way I look at it. These things are triggering what's already in me or active in me so I can see it. And now I've got the opportunity to heal and clear it. So that's kind of where I go. So would you call that surrendering to the feelings? You just kind I, of Yeah, I surrender to it and go inward rather than try to not be in it, like to ignore it, to avoid it, to... Change um, it. Yeah, I, I allow it to be an opportunity for me to clear something but then like for me this morning I knew that there if there wasn't full conscious awareness of what was going on it was just the tears so I had to just let the tears through so there's feeling it to heal it even if you don't consciously know what it is and if you're able to clear it using a technique do the work Pizza. so I, yeah no I would definitely uh lean into it surrendering yeah. yes, is, exactly. is leaning into lean it lean into it um, what I would also do, my first step is I got to do something physical. So I leave the environment I'm feeling it in to okay. see if anything changes. Mm -hmm. You know, like Rach, you went to the beach. I went to the beach. Yeah. I would go for a walk. I would get out. Like if I feel in a heavy energy, whether it's emotional or just the, the heaviness, like yesterday, as soon as we got off, I went for a walk outside, a long walk. Mm. And it felt, I, the headache didn't go away, but the pressure kind of did. I know yep. that sounds weird because they're sort of the same. That. No, I understand that one. It was like more dense in the house. So getting outside, getting outside, period. Moving, breathing, all of these things are helping. Like just that in itself, like moving and breathing is a form of processing things through the physical. So mm -hmm. even if you don't have a tool or technique or don't know how to clear it, just doing that alone is, is really important and helpful. 
<laughs> yep. So Becky's saying, please don't say child pose again, but yes. <laughs> Lance episode, that was yeah. fuck this shit, I'm out pose. <laughs> yes, fuck this shit, I'm out. Coming to that today. Let's get on out. I couldn't find a, I couldn't find a, a child's pose silhouette, so we use downward dog. But you know what? I also fuck this shit. I'm out in downward dog. That works really well. <laughs> it forces you, you know, that position. It is the fit, you know. So either child's pose or downward dog, but they're both kind of like butt up, head down. Mm. It is a submissive position. <laughs> I mean, if you want to think about it in sexual way, I'm like, I just went there. No. I <laughs> no, I know what my husband would do if he saw me in downward dog. <laughs> it's not safe. You have to be careful. You safe. have to be careful. <laughs> oh, revealing yeah. today. <sighs> but but it is at that it, that submission. So what you're submitting to is. I'm feeling this. I, I'm feeling it. I'm not going to mm. deny its yeah. presence. And I'm not going to um, pretend I feel fantastic and that everything's okay because it's not for the moment. It's too so then, and then getting outside specifically, getting physical with the walking, so huge, so huge. And walking puts us into trance. We can go into trance. We can access our higher self faster. And our higher self is up there going, you know, this is fine. This is all mm -hmm. temporary. It all passes. Exactly. Then what I like to do for me is then you got to do some um, self-care. But I like to do self-coddling. I don't know. How do you say it? What's the positive way of saying coddling? You know, like a little bit of comfort stuff. Yeah. It's, it's self-comforting is probably a way to put yeah. it. Yeah. But, and I mean – you know, there's different versions of this. We can go into self-comforting that's destructive, mm -hmm. or we can go into the comforting that's actually still nourishing you at the same time. Mm. Um, so being aware <laughs> of the pattern, right? Because sometimes the pattern is I want to dive into this chocolate, this whole batch of cookies. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Bring on the boxes. <laughs> exactly. The cookies get baked mm -hmm. and you eat them all at once. That kind of destructive, or yeah. it can be you know, um, God, something really nice is like doing that. We did this body scrub, um, mm -hmm. in school for spirit, we made a little detoxy body scrub that we did and, and people have been doing that. And so it actually helps pull out these heavier energies and you feel all soft and smooth and silky at the end. So bonus. <laughs> right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. So it's are great. I've been doing that a couple of times, but I think I might do another one today. Yeah. So, so Caitlin, hey Caitlin, so she's chiming in. It's interesting to me how child's pose is pretty much the same praying pose in almost every religion mm -hmm. uh, that they get on their knees with their head to the ground, like bowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's surrendering. It is. It's Letting go of control. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think it's what, well, when you're doing it in that, um, kind of worship sense but it's also like you're bowing to your higher self that's what i like to think of it as mm. is yeah. like acknowledging that yeah that's the way that we're talking about it i know that for some religions that um that is very much about giving up control and personal power and that's not what we're talking about so i just want to make that clear yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um then i would say so the so there's the giving yourself the self um comforting but then the self-nurturing, I think, needs to be a part of that too. 
So the okay. stuff you know is good for you. Yeah, I thought about that in the car today too. Like I was tempted, like, oh, I could go to the cafe and get a, a hot, a, a normal hot chocolate. And then I went, actually, no, because that's not going to make me feel any better. That's going to make me feel worse after the fact. So I'm like, hmm, what can I do instead? So, you know, have my organic hot chocolate, organic coconut oil hot chocolate. Um, yeah, have a juice, have a something. Water, 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 so much water. So much water. So much water. Concentrating on not being bit. <laughs> so much water. <laughs> yep. And I sat, I stood at the fridge earlier. I'm like, now what can I have? And I'm like, oh, I could go nuts on these uh, fat bombs, but that's, you know, nothing is good in excess. Um, so I had right. one and then, and filled up my water and go, right, I'm going to have water today. So yes, definitely self-nurturing. Uh, and self-nourish, like nourishment of the highest vibration you possibly can because it's going to help you move through this with a bit more ease and grace because if you go into all the junk food, then then what adds to that is the, the toxic load which impacts your emotions and, and your body and your energy and that is just going to make it 10 times worse. Well, and I mean, like I was thinking of like self-comforting, you know, shopping can be self-comforting, but you can mm. also do that destructively, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you can. So I, I think that there's a balance between Definitely. you want to add the comfort and you want to also do the nurturing thing and there should have it should have a balance to it yes. i mean a little bit of you know a little bit of the popcorn or whatever it is it's not so much about the portion control it's just recognizing that this is about trying to comfort yourself whatever the body wants or the mind thinks it wants give it mm. to it mm. but then also consider the fact that you're also trying to take care of yourself um mm. Like with yesterday with that extreme headache, I'm like, ooh, maybe I just, I'm dehydrated. Maybe that's what it is. And then I need a ton more water. And when that mm -hmm. didn't do it, then I knew there was other stuff. It, you know, a lot of other stuff going on around it. Yeah. So another, another tip, um, reach out to your inner circle, just like I did. Um, sometimes it's, it's like, I like doing the, the processing on my own, um, but there are times where it's like, you know what, I kind of need an external voice or opinion or, or um, perspective to be able to, to move through this. And our besties, our inner circle, people who are like-minded, who understand this stuff, are the best people to go and talk to. Absolutely. And especially, and that's a really good point, because when you're going through something hard, and you, if you're not talking to the people who think like you mm. or the way that you're trying to think, right? So the, like maybe we're in the middle of an adjustment. Maybe we realize, wait, I, I want to change, you know, I'm going through personal growth or I'm trying to change my mindset. It's important to talk to the people who match the mindset you want to be in. Mm -hmm. So it's the quality of the conversation is really important, especially when you're feeling that vulnerability. Because if you're talking to someone who isn't aware of their mindset or is still working maybe in an old paradigm mindset, they're just going to commiserate. Mm. Yeah, it is really hard. Yeah, well, what you're doing sucks. This is not working. You should stop. Clearly, you need to get back to reality. And you've been in la-la land long. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's, the, that's not going to help you. That's not going to move you out of that state. It's going to kind of cement that state mm -hmm. so being aware of i need to i want to reach out to someone but then really going let me think about the quality of conversation mm. i want to have 
because yep. the quality of conversation you'll have with maybe a loved relative who hasn't done this work is going to be really different than someone who also is doing the work, also mm -hmm. is shifting their mindset, also is is no aware of your higher vision for yourself mm -hmm. and is going to help you see that and stay mm -hmm. with that versus trying to or accidentally or unmindfully take you down. Yeah. Yep. And someone who can see your blind spots because we all have blind spots. Look, as, as good as we, we get it, I mean, as good as I am as a coach and as good as I am with doing all this work for myself, I know I have blind spots, which is why I love and adore my inner circle because I know that I can come to them and go, right, this is what's going on and be completely open, honest about what I'm thinking and feeling. And for them to be able to go, yep, I hear you and here's your blind spot. Here's what you, you're not seeing right now. I'm like, ah, yep, got it. Thank you. Perfect. And, and that that is true for all of us. It's that forest for the trees. Mm -hmm. I love saying that. So when um, when you're outside of a situation, you see the entire forest, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I see in my head, I see like this little map. And when I'm outside of the situation, I get to see the entire map. I see everything border to border. I, I see the whole thing. When I'm when it's me, mm -hmm. I'm in the map, looking up and around, and all I see are freaking trees. It's like I don't <laughs> know which way. <laughs> Where am I going? And that's what the the beauty is of having that external perspective, and especially someone who who has a wise internal, you know, at the getting my words mixed up. External perspective. There we go. <laughs> having a wise external perspective, who's like, nope, the whole map is here. You're doing fine. The path is really close by. Don't worry mm -hmm. about it. It's the reassurance yeah, sometimes is all we need to do, to um, just know for a second, like, it's all okay. It's all fine. It's all working out perfectly. Sometimes just hearing that from somebody else is all you need. Um, it's just a reminder of what you already know. Yes. And, and then finally, uh, we're going to sound like a broken record here, but <laughs> meditation. <laughs> Meditation, contemplation. Yeah, I definitely like when I was at the beach, I specifically made a point to do some grounding, um, connected with the team, connected with the ocean, and just allowed myself to be. And of course, Jack's helps with that because he's just so damn adorable. And I got to sit and watch him just look at the ocean and look at the waves and look at the, the sand. And, and I was able to be in the moment and in the moment is the strongest place you can be. You're not worried about the future. You're not thinking about the past. You're not questioning and chasing your tail around anything. It's just you're right here, right now. And babies are really good for that. Maybe I kind of knew at some point. Children. Really children, help. yeah. Yes. The young, young children are great for keeping you present because they stay present. Mm, very much so. And so do animals. Animals are great for that too. They also stay present, right? They're not worried. They're not in the future. They're not in the past. They're thinking about the food that they could have right now or <laughs> what you're eating. <laughs> Can I chew your finger? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm just trying to stay away from the toothy pigs. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. <laughs> I see him there. He's kind of hidden behind my, I have like the little screen up, you know, so there he is. There he is. He's chewing on my finger. I'm just, like I said, <laughs> trying to like, stay away from the toots. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm just looking at the comments here. Yes. Monica is saying that her soul sisters always lift yeah. her up. Yeah. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. 
And she's saying that she wants, she now she's wanting to go to the beach after listening to us talk about it. <laughs> Highly recommend it. There are, there's some great places you can go that just kind of are good for the soul. And one thing that um, I can suggest is go there and, and just try to be. Um, I tend to go and try and fix things in myself. And it, it, uh, Jax was a good reminder to go, no, you just don't need to fix anything right now. Just be. So more of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm watching myself. So I, this is funny because when we're doing this here um, and I'm watching us on Facebook, there's a, a little bit of a delay. So when I do something over here, I see me doing it over there and I'm like, ah, <laughs> my allergies are killing me. So I'm like, Constantly messing with my face. Um, let's open. Let's open it up now. To yeah. Your questions. questions. Ah, share for Psychic Q and A. Psychic Q and A. Coach Q and A. Everything Q and A. Whatever you want to know. Actually, while you get the first caller, I'm going to go put him down in front of the TV to watch his movie, so I can concentrate and not have to. Write <laughs> yes. Don't be bitten. All right. So. We're opening up to you guys right now. I've got a couple lists going here. Um, whoever we can see, we will start taking your questions. Go ahead and put them in the chat. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, yeah. What else is happening right now? So, cosmically speaking, we're still in that new moon window too. So, a lot of stuff is about... A lot of stuff is about um, what you're manifesting. So be consciously aware that as, as these thoughts are coming up, we also have this energy behind us that's helping us manifest it. So it's really good to stay, stay tuned in. Listen to what's going on upstairs and be like, hmm, do I agree? Do I actually agree with that? Or is that a statement that's coming out of another place? Um, Becky's asking, okay, am I ready to date? <laughs> well, that's a question that you would answer. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel when you start to think about dating someone else? That's probably, Absolutely. And, and notice what happens inside of you. If it feels uneasy, um, if it feels not quite right, then I would start to ask the question, is it feeling uneasy or not quite right? Because... I've got some stuff around that or because it doesn't, it's actually not right for me now. So going into that, I think you've actually already got the answers just quietly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, she says, I know I'm excited too. I mean, I've never done it. So where do you start? <laughs> oh, that's, so places. I, there's so many places. I mean, you have to think of it again, this is where the conscious thought comes in and you have to think about what is the, what kind of interaction are you looking for? What's the quality of it? Mm. Where are you most comfortable? I like, um, you, I was yeah. more comfortable with online dating. That's was my zone, which, you know, for me, everything's online. So that's really no surprise. Um, <laughs> but otherwise there's like networking groups. We've got meetup groups. There's, there's so many different ways to kind of meet people. Um, or, do it online, which is a little bit more protective for people who are more introverted, definitely. So I play with those and just see which one feels more natural to you or safer is probably one of the words that we're going to use. Um, and then it's just 
you know you know how to manifest you know how to focus on what you want and to, to go i don't know how i just know uh so putting all now it's putting all that into practice absolutely i concur, I concur. oh yeah manifest oh. manifest <laughs> all right so let me take um monica next and then i'll yep. take rodney's question so monica is saying uh i got a little excited about a possible job in telecommunications today any thoughts on that i have a background in it seems like a great opportunity yeah yeah i will okay so the first thing i get is whatever it is it's got to allow you to work from home and i kept seeing that for you before um, monica was that you were going to have an opportunity to do more work in the like background back end so you wouldn't have to be up in the front it would be something that you could pace yourself doing um so if this time. is mm -hmm, if that matches that then i see that, that that that's a good match yeah okay she says yep <laughs> okay good Yay. good all right, moving over here. So you want to, did you see Rodney's question? Yes, he says, how can I be more present at my day job and read less about Ascension all day long? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a choice. <laughs> um, it's usually what you're connecting it to. So if you are connecting your, if you can find a connection between your day job and the Ascension stuff or a way to kind of learn the Ascension stuff and and use your day job to implement it as opposed to research it then i think that'll be more you'll be more present but unless you can connect it that's where i think you're going to struggle a bit but it is a choice well and i what i'm hearing though is be consciously aware that the day job scenario is a means to an end right it's not the end mm -hmm. it's a means to the end so if you start connecting my day job gives me the income to to do my dream um, my you know and and see how I think a lot of fear that people get into around the day job is that this is it this is where the money comes from and you've got mm -hmm. to notice internally if you have limited if you've created sort of a tunnel that money comes through and it looks like day job right that keeps us stuck in day job and in fear that this is the end it's not the end it's the means to an end and you need to go into your mind first use all this great manifesting work that you're learning to I, this is my favorite one to do is I want everyone watching to do this we've done it before it works every time though close your eyes see a house in your mind's eye and give it an um, a bizarre amount of doors more doors than you think a, a normal house has. All right, so whatever number you come up with is fine. If it's under 10, oh, 37, holy shizzle, that's good. How many doors are open, Rodney? Yeah. Since he has 37 doors. I usually see like 10, but 37 is fantastic. 14. That's right. So what I want you to do then is visualize opening more doors. Mm. Right and and notice if the doors will stay open. I've seen doors go beep, boop, like they're like mm -hmm. hello goodbye. Yeah no yeah no. The idea here is that we're opening more doors, and when you do that, that opens more channels of energy. In my most abundant state, I've managed to unhinge the front of the house and just open the whole damn thing up. Hmm. 
in my most abundant state. That is right. Exactly. So what you want to do is, so this is 644 hitting. This is your house of abundance, right? And see, uh, play that game. Now I've seen people who look at the house and suddenly there's a gate in front of the house. That's blocking everything that comes to the door. I've seen people who've had the house and only the mailbox has been open. So this is a great game to play and just without trying to know what those doors mean. That's not Mm. important right now. Just open the doors. When we start doing that, we start appreciating the doors that are open, which means, hey, I've got flow coming in. I've got abundance coming to me. Now I'm going to open up more. And you stop attaching all that money to this one job. Mm -hmm. And suddenly money can come from anywhere. You've got 37 doors. There's a lot of channels. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so practice that. Beautiful. Be more open at work. Yes. Absolutely. And the Ascension stuff is great. You know, it's great to look at. Maybe, Maybe what you could do with the Ascension stuff is see how you can practice that at your job. Mm, that's what I was saying. Which is what she was saying. Mm. So if they're saying that we need to be more forgiving and compassionate and loving with ourselves and others, practice that at work consciously. Yep, you've got to be see ways that you can be in gratitude and appreciation for your job. That is also a part of the Ascension work as well. Absolutely. 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 Okay. Jody. I recently had my first channeling experience. It was very cool. And I'm not wanting to limit myself, but do you see what my strength lies when it comes to woo-woo stuff? Let's see, Jody. Are you a writer, Jody? Do you like to write? That's the first thing that was coming up was writing. Um, Or specifically also, you need to be writing it down. Write it. It down so I'm waiting for her to respond here mm-hmm. on Facebook um, but channeling and writing is so important because you'll forget right I mean I <laughs> Rach can attest to this half the time I have to tell she has to read back to me what was said because mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know yeah I got it all in notebooks lots of notebooks yeah she says she's good with words I hear mm-hmm. so I hear writing writing it down so that what that does is it reminds you that it happened, that it was real and that then you get to see the information that's coming through, which builds confidence. When you build confidence, you can be as woo as you want in every area. Mm. What builds our, our intuitive, our psychic abilities is our belief in it. And when we're confident, we believe it. And it builds more, builds more, builds more. That's right. Now I want you to think of it this way. We can all sing. I, you know, we can bust into song right now. Some of us are naturally good, right? Some of us are Christina Aguilera good, and some of us need a lot of practice, and some of us are afraid of it or don't like the sound of our voice. But that's I, I liken it to intuitive abilities. We all have them. We all have them. Some of us are naturally gifted in some areas. Some areas we're going to have to practice a lot. Some areas we're not going to enjoy doing it, right? Maybe visualization is not your thing. Seeing it is not your thing. Now, you could practice a lot and get there, but maybe you don't even enjoy all the work that it takes to do it. So it's then it becomes not about what am I good at. It becomes about what, what do I enjoy? What will I commit to? <laughs> what will mm-hmm. I work on? What are my preferences? Yeah. Play with, because um, I got this 
image of you know, channeling through information, but you can, which is what we do on our channeling sessions. We go to our team and ask a question, something that we want to know about. And then Therese just verbally brings it through and then I write down the notes, but I get some of the stuff directly anyway, because it just makes sense. <laughs> just, I just know. It works better. I found out that it worked better for me to channel with Rach present because my thoughts go so fast. I get frustrated trying to write it down myself because I'm thinking, talking to them. And literally there are some times where like Rach is like, what's happening? Because <laughs> I'm really yeah. quiet. I'm like, I was just asking them questions and getting you answers. Get to let me know the answers so I can. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'd play with that, play with that. Just ask a question and just write whatever comes through without thinking about it. Um, I kind of feel like the, there'll be information that you can share as a teacher that's channeled through the information. Awesome. Well, Jody is saying something really cool, facts. So Jody's actually sung solo on an album before. So the singing thing resonates with her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Monica is saying that she was singing Christina Aguilera earlier today. <laughs> Love we are all connected. <laughs> all connected. All right. So Caitlin's got a question. She says, broken record question, but what is the line between taking back personal power and being self-destructive? My doctor thinks I'm a mystery and recommended stopping all supplements temporarily to see if they could be part of the problem. I'm, I should have put my glasses on. I'm ready to say that I'm going to stop the steroids but go back on my supplements because they were making me feel better um, and just see what happens because I'm over this and the mystery. Uh, is that the self-destructive? Is that self-destructive or could, um, oh my gosh, potentially, oh, hold on, I can't. <laughs> my eyes yeah, are like, I no. I get, I get the, the gist of it. Um, okay. I think you've got to look at, you know, your own, is your own stuff being involved here or, you know, and this comes down to being able to get out of the stuff in your head, ground and connect and, and ask for the intuitive answer. You'll know whether or not choosing to go back on the supplements and let go of the steroids is self-destructive or if it's actually just your intuitive nudge that says, actually, this is the best thing for me. And nobody's in your body but you. I mean, that's the thing is, it's so scary. I can, I can totally understand how scary it would be to make decisions about your body when so many medical professionals, and I'm not saying they're not professionals, but. <laughs> they think they're professional. I'm, I'm putting air quotes around professionals because suddenly somebody has more power than you with the word professional or M MD after their name or all their training. And it's easy to want to relinquish power to that. I mean, it's, it's not a easy situation that you're in. It's tricky because there's a balance that has to happen, right? You can't totally forego their health and yet you can't deny what you feel. Mm. The other thing I would add to that is, um, you know, when you go to do things like this is to give it almost like an end date, a trial, go, right, I, I'm going to do it full out, you know, go supplements, I'm going to give it a month and see if things improve. And if they don't improve, then I will take this whatever step action so that you're, it would be self-destructive for things to be going downhill, 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 and being in a space of just because they told me I need to do this thing, I'm going to dig my, my heels in and not do it, not do it. So there's that 
I don't want to do it because someone's telling me to versus I actually feel like this is the right thing for me. So see the exactly. difference. Mm-hmm. I, yes, that's a really good point. And when you're doing it because it feels right to you, you want to involve them in that decision-making process. You need to say, look, this is what feels right to me. I'd like to do this. You know, will you work with me on that? I, you might be surprised at that, that there's a, an agreement there. Mm. Versus, I'm so tired of this shit. I'm not doing it anymore. Well, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's a dead-end road for everybody, for you and them. There, there's mm. not a lot of options left when you've decided that. Mm. She's saying that it's hard for her to get clear on that. So say that again, Rach, what you said before. So it was a really good point about how it felt versus mm, not doing so it because. If the feeling around doing it is because you want to rebel or you want to push against in resistance, um, then that's possibly self-destructive. Yes. If there's a bigger part of you that goes, no, it just doesn't feel right to do it that way, but this feels right and this feels good and I really want to give this a go, then that's a different energy. So I would sort of use that as a way of determining if it's self-destructive or um, actually self-directed. I think that's fantastic. And that's that requires you to kind of look in deeper past the initial feeling. Mm. right and there's the difference between the feelings from our body intelligence which is what Rach is talking about versus our emotions which are changeable and do not live in body intelligence emotions move around right mm. and they're triggered they're triggered by stuff body intelligence is like no I know me <laughs> I know me <laughs> and you can ask for signs from your team too like don't let this be an all all, I'm all on my own here. Um, you know, no. call in your team and say, hey, send me an epic fucking sign that says yes. supplements or steroids, whichever. Pick one. Try, try using your pendulum. Remember to ask from the mm. highest truth and try using your pendulum and see what it gives you. Um, it's really interesting, actually. Side note, so someone had asked me this morning if asking the same question multiple times was a no-no. It's not a no-no, but it will cause confusion in your pendulum because basically you're questioning the energy and if you're if you're not conscious of who you're asking a lot of feedback comes in so everything's energy emotions are energy ego is energy higher self is energy there's all these layers that could be happening um if you're asking the question and the first one is from the highest truth supplements or steroids and you get supplements and then you go back and you're like okay is it supplements or steroids and you get steroids and then it's from the wait <laughs> do you see what i'm saying is like it you're asking many layers and i'm not saying you're doing this caitlin but i just want to want you guys to be aware that there's a lack of trust there that mm. you actually got an answer when you have to ask the same question so many times well, jack's just giving his two cents worth yeah he <laughs> you know, is you constantly ask lots of questions <laughs> oh yay so caitlin's saying She's saying, uh, but isn't higher truth surpassing body intelligence? I don't think so, no. No, it's an incorporation. It's just getting more information from a high, the highest, purest source of truth, if that makes any sense, but it's not negating the body at all. Remember, <laughs> he's cracking me up. Remember that when you it's are happy asking sounds, by the, the way. <laughs> from the highest truth, I know. I love it. 
and you are asking from the highest truth, that that level has the bird's eye view. It sees the whole map. You're asking from down here, you might get body intelligence, but you might also get ego. Right? How do you determine which level of the body you're asking from? It's all interconnected in there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Jody got her pendulum. Woohoo! Have fun playing with that. But um so Caitlin was just confirming also that what you said made sense to her. So she okay. got the distinction. Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. So uh we can take one <laughs> one more quick question if anyone has a question. <laughs> Otherwise it sounds like Jax is saying that. <laughs> What is he Bye. watching right now? Is, is he watching, he's watching Moana again? No, he's watching the B movie. That's the latest one that he seems to have start giggling and stuff around. It's not my favourite. Oh <laughs> but he likes the bees. Oh, my God. So I got to tell you, toddler-wise, um, so we're in the car, and my six-year-old is all into the poop jokes right now. Or she's, She was like, Mom you're a nut butt, right? Like, so she's like, mom, you're a nut butt. And I'm like, I'm not, you're a nut butt. So we're, you know, this whole back and forth thing about nut and butt. I don't know why. So Tristan, my two-year-old, barely talks, right? But he, he sometimes says full phrases. And mm -hmm. like, so she's like, you're a nut butt. And I'm like, no, you're a nut butt. And Tristan sits in his seat, sits up, and he goes, you're a nut butt. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Oh my God, all of us died laughing. We were laughing so hard because this kid, well, he says a few words here and there and he chooses his timing. But that was like perfect was like, timing. Well done. <laughs> well played, well done. son. Well played. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> all right. Oh, children. They really do bring us back down to earth in a lot of ways. Oh my God. That's true. I mean, it was. Today's energy over here was easier for us, but I have to tell you that moment totally cleared the deck. Because <laughs> like, that was just pure ridiculous, pure ridiculousness. All right. <laughs> Rodney wants a t-shirt. I want to make or buy the fucking <laughs> world pose. <laughs> I know. It's we're so working, <laughs> working on it. Honestly, we're actually working on it. So We are really working on it. There's going to be almost a floating I'm, range. I'm happy with downward dog. Rach really wants child pose. I want pose, the child pose. So. I want the child pose. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm out. And I found a picture of this child that was kind of like mid-tantrum but looked like he was doing child pose. And I'm like, that is so fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Better not put somebody else's child on our T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. I was like, yeah, but it was funny. Maybe I can get Jax to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to make it a little bit more like designy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> we'll get back to that one, but they're coming. They're definitely coming. <laughs> we'll get back. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, fantastic. Well, that's all the time that we have mm -hmm. for today. If you guys, you get to hear the secret. I'm about to go back on Facebook Live. I'm going to do another card reading. I'm going to be back on this. That's what I thought, but so I was see you there. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to be on the Spirit for Success page doing another card reading yesterday. I did a karma cards. This time we're going to go with something a little bit more peppy and happy. Uh, but I will be back on our Spirit for Success business page in about 15 minutes. Woohoo! Might have to get some wine. <laughs> you do that. I'm having lunch. <laughs> I is hungry. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And feed your little dinosaur over there. 
I think he wants some attention. <laughs> it's like, Mom! <laughs> All right, beautiful. All right. So, until next time, relax. We got this. Mm-hmm. Mwah. Mwah. See you guys very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rachel and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Lady Paneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.